When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free. Joshua Fisher along with Alexander Disopolis here to talk all things sports with you guys. Go follow us on Instagram at the.charity.stripe or on Twitter at underscore charity stripe underscore. For those hearing us for the first time, check us out on Spotify and Apple, their podcast. If you like Texas football, go listen to our Horns Up Talking Texas podcast with our other co-host, Nikki Snacks Kreider and the Quan Cosby, a Texas Longhorn. Great. What a wild weekend of sports. Obviously, March Madness is in full swing. We have that upon us. And just as Selection Sunday closes, another door reopens and Thomas Brady is back. Not with the Niners like many people speculated, but back with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's got unfinished business. He's going to try. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. He literally pulled a Wolf of Wall Street. Jordan Belford. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan Belfort. Wow, what a Long Island. Is he a, is he a Long Island legend? Can I say that? I don't know. Josh is from Long I'm Island. from Long Island. Like I is it cuz I love the I don't know him personally. I Lohan, love him. Yeah. Schefter who ruined Brady's initial retirement. And Ben and Jerry are all from my town. Ben and Jerry. Met at my love. high school. Yeah, we love Ben and Jerry. They're yeah. the cream of the crop. Fish food is your favorite flavor. That is my favorite flavor, and it's also one of my favorite bands. People learning a lot about us within the first minute. Um, but Selection Sunday was unbelievable. He totally stole the thunder. Totally stole the thunder. And this is after, like, you know, I came out and was like, oh, Brady's not a thunder stealer. He, he would be pissed at Schefter because Schefter is ruining the AFC Championship weekend. And here he is, Selection Sunday. It, it, it's my favorite time of the year. I love maybe, March Madness. Maybe he's just bummed because Michigan's an 11 seed and he knows they're going to get bounced, possibly in the first yeah, round. Yeah, that could be it as well. And there's also a situation where I think there was a video of him and Ronaldo talking. Yeah. And people, and he looked like he said he wasn't done. And he's like, oh my God, I can't deal with any more speculation. If I'm coming back, I'm coming back. Well, and he's also, you know, he wants to vie for the rest of the free agents that are out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He really loves his Tampa Bay organization, which is... He loves Florida. Yeah. He he's, loves the weather. Is he a Florida man now? He's. He, I think he just loves sun. Yeah. Who doesn't love sun? I mean, it got, I, I went to a game with Cowboys Patriots, and I think some of my fingers are still numb. And that was years ago. We'll start in football. The words didn't change, so uh, the acronym didn't change either. So you're you're like underwhelmed that I'm impressed with myself that I remembered that. I'm always underwhelmed. That you're impressed <laughs> Thank <with yourself>. you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, <laughs> quarterbacks. We saw Carson Wentz go to the Commanders last week. Yeah. Um, and we saw Russell Wilson go to the Broncos. Deshaun Watson cleared of charges. So he won't be facing any penalty by the law. 
Correct. Um, he's now from available a criminal, from, from a criminal, criminal standpoint, standpoint. He's now available via trade. So the Saints and the Panthers. But he has a no trade clause. He does have a no trade clause, and I'm surprised that he would waive that for Carolina. Considering uh, they stink looking, on ice, looking at the rest of their roster, sure. Yeah, no offense to any Panthers fans listening. Decent, decent defense, decent to solid defense, I would say. But that doesn't—I don't think that really matters because everyone's got like decent. Like, there's no. Te- I mean, there's a couple teams that well, are. Well, the trash. Falcons' defense is not decent, but they have. But they have like pieces, though. Right. They have guys that are good, and they restructure Matt Ryan's contract, so yes. he's there to stay. Yes. I mean, obviously, the Calvin Ridley thing's just a massive L. Right. But Tampa Bay was on the table and a quality destination, obviously, for Deshaun Watson. That's now removed because Tom Brady's coming back. And that team immediately jumps to potential championship contender once again. The Bucs. Yeah. I mean, they're the clear-cut favorite in that division. Even if Deshaun goes to the Saints, it's no question. Because, look... You know, say what you will about him as a quarterback, and I, I think the Saints have a, a better defense than the Panthers and the Falcons, without question. Um, but the weaponry is meh, and they have a new head coach. Right. So that turnover. And who's been there? Who's there? Yeah, yeah Dennis Allen's been there. But, you know, he's still it's a first-time head coach in job for him. And a guy that didn't play football for a full year. In New Orleans, at least. Uh, yeah, and Michael Thomas hasn't played football in, in, in forever. He right. barely played the year before. So this guy, and who knows if he's even going to be there. He might be in the package. He might be going to Houston, which, I mean, talk about a, a sour turn of events for Michael Thomas. Deshaun Watson, however, is not even the biggest quarterback surprise of the weekend. It now goes back to Tom Brady, who lasted in retirement for two months. Was it even that? I don't even think it was that. Think about where we are right now. Today we're in Six March, weeks. mid-March. I mean, time. People say time. A month flies. ago is the Super Bowl. People say time flies. It does not fly. It does not fly for me, at least. Time moves at a normal speed, if not slow. And I don't mind that. Uh, maybe I'm stopping and smelling the roses way too much. Right. It was the Tuesday before the Super Bowl that he up and quit. Correct. Peace out, Girl Scout. Not coming back. Can Can I ask the Why did he do it? I don't know. Like, what was the point of that? Super weird. Why didn't now. he just hold out and just like make a decision later? Sure. Well, Schefter like you know blue blue coverage here, but like, but he didn't. I mean, what? Adam Schefter's forcing Tom Brady's hand? No, no, not necessarily. He could have been like, un- I mean, he was like we're undecided here, and then he came out a couple days later and and, and retired. I shouldn't say quit, retired. But now he's back. And he didn't even. It wasn't even like he lasted through the summer. I mean, I guess he had to make a decision quickly. So he can get in the building, obviously, and free agents know he's going to be there, and they could draft accordingly. Um, it's just it was all very peculiar. He just has a flair for the dramatic. He's so everything is like a movie for this guy. Right. He's similar to LeBron in that way. You see, everyone's like he hates his kids. <laughs> Josiah Johnson. Is okay, his. come on. I mean, in the video of him talking to Ronaldo, Ronaldo gives Benny his son, yeah, a signed jersey. He loves his kids. He loves them. He loves his family. He just loves football. Yeah, and his family knows that. And I th- I think they're in support of that decision. I think that they love watching him play just like everyone else loves watching him play. I think it's one of those things where, like, David Goggins, the endurance athlete. Yeah. Where he's just curious. As what Didn't he run a 100-mile race? He broke his both his feet in the race. It's just absolutely out of control. I think he's just curious as to how far he can take this. Is what I would say. Like, yeah. I think 
clearly there's no one he'll no one will ever be better than him. No one will fear. You know, I mean, you know, it's I don't even think it's similar to like Jordan and LeBron. The dude's won so many times and been to so many Super Bowls. And it's incredibly tough to do because if you're a basketball player, you have more of a stamp on the game. You know, there's there's special teams and there's defense. There's there's two other facets of the game that he has really no control over. Um, so his ability to go out there and win and now win on two franchises is unbelievable. If he somehow wins for Tampa Bay, which is quite frankly not out of the question considering we think he's a D Jack Hobbs locking in for 20 million rubies to win the South, then they're automatically going to the playoffs. You could stack, I mean, you could stack them up with the Rams. You could stack them up with the, the Packers. Um, and they're better than everybody in the NFC East for sure. So now we're at the point where he has a chance to go and get eight. So if he has eight titles, he'll always be revered as the best. And at that point, it's just him versus him. So he either wants to go out. He wants to go out on a high note. Like if he loses again, like I can't imagine any plays. Like let's say he plays at an MVP caliber level, caliber level stays healthy, but loses again. Like is he going to hang it? Like then he's going to hang it up? Like, like I still feel like he's going to have unfinished business. That guy literally can't sleep if he feels there's unfinished business. He's creating unfinished business for himself. Well, he didn't want to go out like that last year at home. Alone. But he went and got the, the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay and he could have just closed the door. He should have closed the door after that. Should he have? He was he played MVP caliber yeah, football last but, year. I mean, if we're talking narrative, I mean money he is, he doesn't need the money. He doesn't need the narrative. He didn't need this last season for his legacy. But devil's advocate there. He's still playing incredible football. So why would he stop? I mean, is he he's a top five quarterback as far as play goes? Not guy he was, who he was runner up in MVP. Yeah, like going into next season, everyone's fully healthy. Who would you rather have for that one season, him or Burrow? I mean, if he's on the Bucks, yeah, he's on the Bucks. You feel I'd more confident. You feel more confident in Brady in the Bucks than Burrow in the Bengals, who went to the Super Bowl and won the AFC. I think so, and part of that is something that we've talked about on our show for quite a while, post-Super Bowl, is that the AFC is a much harder route to get to the Super Bowl than the NFC is. I mean, yeah, if you look the AFC North alone, who knows Pittsburgh's going to do a quarterback, but they are a playoff team last year. Right. Brown's completely underwhelmed. Jimmy G's still available. If they're able to flip you know, Ben Roethlisberger for Jimmy G with the rest of that roster, yeah. I like that a lot for them. 100%. And then I you, expect the Ravens to be healthier than they were last year. Yeah. Who knows what the, the Browns are going to do. Baker was was hurt. I think the Ravens are going to the Super Bowl, by the way. Every I, year yeah. since twenty since the Panthers went to the Super Bowl with Cam Newton. A team that was sub-500 made it the following year. And it's kind of cheating because the Ravens became sub-500 due to injury because they were 8-3 and three and they were first in the division. Right. Well, that's... That's part of the game. Yeah, it is part of the game, but I I, I think there's a huge factor in narrative across the regular season and in the playoffs. Best abilities availability. Sure. Put that on a tombstone. Um, <laughs> that got dark. Uh, but Brady, I think coming back to Tampa Bay, does that make them the favorite of the NFC to you? Or you still like the Rams and possibly the Packers? Or you still like the Packers and possibly the Rams? I think the Rams them? have to be the favorite. Because they won. They won. The... Pack, they're right there. They're right there in the mix with mm. with the Packers, and the okay, the Cowboys should be there, right? What's going on there though? It's they just signed Michael Gallup for five years. It's so long. He's twenty six. 
Did he just tear his ACL? He tore something. Yeah, his in knee. His leg. Yeah, his knee's messed up. Just I, I just five years is such a long contract for long a wide receiver. A, just in longer general. than a presidency. Yeah, I mean the it's NFL. It's a term in a year. It's a term in a fourth. It's a term in a year. It's a it's a, it's a it's a victory lap almost. I it's not that I dislike letting Cooper walk because you don't want to pay him. I understand that, and and in fact we traded him, mm-hmm. so we got something back for that. Good, but. Gallup for five years is just like that's a long time. Like he better be good. It's a lot of bizarre. The thing about that is you can't move off of him. If it doesn't work, you can't move off of that. No, it's a ridiculous contract. A lot of bizarre going on in the NFL. We'll see what happens with Deshaun Watson. Uh, but the Tom Brady situation is extremely, extremely interesting, uh, to say the least. Uh, I guess I'm happy he's back, but you know, I, I just hope that he goes out healthy. Knock on wood. I think that goes outside. March Madness. Speaking of Texas, we're bounced every year in the first round every time we make it. So why should this year be no different? We draw ACC champion, tournament champion, not regular regular season champion, Vatek. They're upset Duke. It's been 43 years since they've made the tournament by winning the ACC. I mean, I... That's crazy. Why are they an 11 seed? I I actually didn't like the seeding this year. Like, A&M... Had a great run in the SEC championship and in the tournament, and like they deserved to be in 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 March Madness. Did they not? I thought so, and they weren't even the first team out. They were, yeah, they were team out or something. They were a runner up. Like it was super. Like they're a better basketball team than Wyoming. They're a better draw. Well, than Wyoming. Wyoming's in the playing game. Wyoming's in the so is Notre Dame. Notre Dame Rutgers is a very good playing game. I think Rutgers is going to beat them. There's some like interesting teams. Like the playing teams are in. They did it again. Like UCLA and Michigan State last year was a playing team, and then you, obviously UCLA goes almost as deep as you can go. Like uh, Indiana with Trace Jackson. Yeah, dropped thirty points the other night. Ron Harper Jr. Rutgers. Like, could one of these teams be this year's UCLA? I don't think so. Like, I think if there's I think if a team, I think Michigan State is an interesting one that's like a plus five seed. They'll obviously have Duke, who I think this Duke team is very sound. There's only one glaring issue for this Duke team. They're incredibly young. Yeah. Boncaro is a top three pick, maybe the first overall pick, depending on who's picking. Kills hot and cold, but more juniors come on nicely. And I'm a big A.J. Griffin fan. I think he'll translate very well to the pros. He's got a great size, he's got a good body, and he can shoot. Yeah, I mean, all three of those guys will... Plus Mark be, Williams will be a first-round pick. Four first-round picks on your team right there. And a second. Yeah. Keels or more flip-flop, and one of them will go one, one of them will go two. Yep. But the other three, you have two top round ten one, picks. Round one, round two you're talking about. Yeah, you have two top ten picks, and then you have another first-round pick in Mark Williams. But, and they're Gonzaga's the top of that bracket... I just think if I'm looking at the brackets right now, I think it's going to be one of those years where a lot of the top seeds get through round one unscathed. Like, I don't have a lot of upsets. I think I have every five seed making it through, looking at it. I have a couple of six seeds. I think I have, wow, that's, you know what? I have all but one six seed getting bounced in round one. You have Colorado State winning. No. You're buying the 
the Juwan Howard Michigan hype. I'm buying the Juwan Howard Michigan hype. The dangerous right hook. Oh, of you Juwan. have you have Iowa State winning. We are we are uh, Big Twelve homers favorable. Yeah, to the Big Twelve. I mean, and it's a really tough conference. So I don't. And you know, LSU just fired Will Wade, so they have an interim head coach that'll be coaching their squad. Iowa State is a competitive team always. I don't mind that pick. Why did they not wait? At least, I mean, I guess uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, they didn't have a choice. I mean, I guess they didn't have a choice. Yeah, never had a choice. I was at Superbad. I was like, I knew there was a quote in there somewhere. I just wasn't sure what it was. But it's never had a choice when he's running through all the scenarios when he's going to steal the liquor, right? Yes. Uh, gosh, <laughs> making sure that I had the right reference. I just think the Big Twelve is the toughest conference. And Brockington is one of those guys on Iowa State that could be a tournament darling. And I think that not only does Iowa State get it done versus LSU, I think they get it done versus this uh, House of Straw Wisconsin team. They do do a good job of putting the middle-seeded teams in matchups where you know the, the casual March Madness viewer knows who those colleges are. Mm-hmm. So like North Carolina plays Marquette. Right. Yeah. Texas plays Vautech. Two big schools right there. Yeah. LSU, Iowa State, USC, uh, USC and the U. Mm-hmm. It's Miami, Florida. Like these are these are good matchups in the sense that everyone knows who those teams are. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they go and they put SDSU with Creighton. That's intentional. It's very intentional. Yeah. I mean, there's like, you know, there's other the head coach of the head coach of Boise State was on Mark Few's staff. They play the narratives. Sure. They're hoping for a Duke Gonzaga rematch of a great game we saw at the top of the year. Yeah, they're also okay if Davidson gets a chance at Duke, right? Very okay with that. Yeah, they, they love, love they like if you go through the whole thing, I mean, the I think Arkansas is a sneaky pick. Very sneaky. We we both are big JT Note fans. You, you first you can break it down like this in March. You need a lot of things if you want to win. First of all, you, you, you got to win six in a row. No easy feat. Is that it? 64, 32, 16, 8, 4. Yeah, nice. Quick maths. Six in a row to get the whole thing done. You got to be a good free throw shooting team. That's a must. Very few of these college basketball teams have had winning streaks longer than five games. It's been it, the parity this year is out of control. Like, would you be surprised if Gonzaga, who's the number one overall seed and has pretty much been the top team all year, like if Jalen Duran, like, bodied Timmy and Holmgren, and, and, and you would be surprised I would, if Memphis beat I them? I would be surprised. Would you be surprised if Arkansas beat them? I would be surprised. So you'd be, would you be surprised if Gonzaga was not in the Elite Eight? This is a, a fair question. For sure, seems. for sure. The okay. expectation is... That they should absolutely be in the elite. Well, I think they, they should be. be in the final four. They're the number one overall seed, like you said. And let's get into you know what we think these teams need. What they have that's very unique is they have two high caliber bigs, Timmy and Holmgren. Holmgren will be a top three pick. If one of them goes down with foul trouble in a game, mm-hmm. the other guy slots in. Yeah. Not many teams can do that. That's dangerous. And you've got it, Purdue, right? They've got Edie and Williams. They're another team that can do that, but very few teams can do that. And it's almost like it's to me, it's the it's, year. It's not just two good bigs; it's two potential Wooden Award winners. Like, oh, yeah, they're incredible, both of them. Absolutely, and it's one of those situations where 
it's the year of the big. Like you need to have a big. It, it's interesting how like college hoops and the NBA sometimes mirror each other. Like think about how like the MVP ladder is working in the NBA right now with Jokic and Embiid and Giannis, like, uh, like versatile, strong bigs. Like the big man is making a comeback. I, you obviously need very strong and disciplined guard play. You need a good, good like tech out there on defense. Virginia's gotten there on defense before. You got to be able to shoot the three. Right. The thing with Texas and our that's our home team. If we're down by nine with three minutes to go, we're in a lot of trouble. Right. Versus a team like Purdue or Villanova or Iowa, who are very capable scorers and can go on these runs where you're not totally like out of the you know the other team's not totally out of the woods if they have nine ten point lead with three four minutes to go. It's tougher to come back in college hoops with a shot clock than it is the NBA. But I I like to lean on teams that win the turnover battle, shoot well from the line, and shoot well from deep. Because I at least know they'll always be in the mix throughout the game. Nothing upsets me more well, there's no easy, than watching my team drown like halfway through the second half. There's no easy buckets in March Madness. These guys are putting it all on the line. And I think you know what you're laying out is if you can shoot open threes and knock them down at a good clip, mm-hmm. if you get to the line, guys are incredibly physical. They're hacking each other. Mm-hmm. If you get to the line and you can hit your free throws, again, those are easy ways to score. And if you have a big man inside... By nature of him being taller than the guys around him, like it's easier for him to score to put the the ball in the basket. I mean, you just go down the line, like it's a, the field is sizable this year. Yeah, we've kind of we've kind of always had the the kind of breakdown of a team that is like you have to have a guy that can take over from a playmaking standpoint and can yeah. handle the rock late in the games when yeah. the pressure's on. Sure, a good ball handler who can break a guy down, who can get a shot off, Kemba Walker style, Shabazz Napier style. I'm just naming UConn guys now at this point, but they both won. Yeah, you know, Archie Diakono, like these guard Jalen Brunson, Marcus Page, like and those guards. are. Lun- I know you're talking lunch pail guys. I mean the Harrison twins. Like you go, to, you need a guard. Yeah, you okay. can't do it without a guard, and that's who a good can issue facilitate for- and also hit big shots. In the clutch, but that's Ty, an issue. Ty Lawson, like yes. guys, Mario Chalmers, yes, and then it helps if you have a, a sniper, just a guy that can hit three pointer after three pointer after three pointer. A guy mm-hmm. like Kispert on that Gonzaga team last year. Yeah, that Gonzaga team. I I still can't get over that. I'm sorry. Like they were so. I mean, so was Baylor. Right. Jared Butler did that for them. Right. Davion he was kind Mitchell, of the whole team. They kind of had Mitchell and Mayer Butler who could, could both hit, do though. both of those. Mayer could hit threes. Yeah. And then you have to have a big down low that can rebound, who can stay conservative from a defensive engagement standpoint as far as like not getting in foul trouble, being disciplined, mm-hmm. um, but able to make an impact and be that anchor defensively for you, who also can catch lobs and can score in the paint. You, you don't have to have like a post creator, but it helps. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you don't need a post creator. You just need a guy that can clean up you and, and right. not allow right. second chance opportunities. You know, you I think it goes without saying we want to control the basketball as much as humanly possible sure. in these situations. Um, but you know, one narrative going back to the narratives, one narrative we haven't mentioned. Uh, you know that my least favorite coach of all time is Miller, Sean Miller, yeah. Sean Miller out of Arizona, who's no longer with Arizona, and Arizona is now a one seed. If they win in their first year without him, I am going to be so happy. Because he was the most overrated coach in the history of college basketball. Right. I've never seen a coach do so little with so much, maybe in any sport ever. And now he's gone, kicked to the curb. And this team, by the way, this is not like the best team they've had. 
They've had Markinen, they've had Aiton, they've won the Pac-12. Like this team could easily do it. I like. I think their, a lot like of the route. I think a lot of the one seeds are being like poo pooed and, and, and not talk. Baylor and Kansas and them are not being taken seriously enough. I mean, Kansas is lethal. Talk about a team that has multiple guys that can shoot. Jalen mm. Wilson, McCormick, Ogbaji, obviously Braun. I mean, that team, they're good. Yeah, really, really good. Who are we brought to you by, Toss? Tell them. <laughs> we are brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. Dot AG, Josh. Yeah. Dot AG. Shout out to KG who got his jersey retired KG. Sunday night. Sunday at the Garden. Your Mavs beat the Celtics in a heartbreaker. Oh, maybe um, maybe we'll talk about that. But first, bet online. <laughs> it's that time of year as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, bet online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest, where you have a chance to take home the top prize. First place can win up to $75,000. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started. Bet online, where the game starts. Yeah, it does. BetOnline.ag. Go there. Win big. We want everyone to make money and win money because who doesn't want to do that? I took. This is who I took. I'm okay. not saying. Yeah, sorry, Taz. Yeah, yeah. Just before we talk about, we will we will circle back to the NBA though. Okay. At cool. the end of this, I'm just yeah. I'm flagging that for you right now. Okay, I got you. I know you want to rub that in my face. No, no, no. I don't. There's cool stuff to talk about with KG though. Yeah, for sure. I love I love Kevin Garnett. Um. College basketball, I bet before conference tourneys, so before the postseason started, I took Villanova plus 2,400. You have been shanking me on that pick for as long as you've been talking about it. But I truthfully think that their road isn't too, too bad, and I think it's very doable. I feel very confident in them as a two seed. You're high on Tennessee. No, I just, I think right now you are like, you're like Batman in Batman Begins at the beginning of the movie. With Liam Neeson's. With Liam Neeson's. That's right. And Liam Neeson is Ra's al Ghul. He is the main antagonist of the film. Are you saying that you're Ra's al Ghul? No, I'm not Ra's. I, no, no. The, Do you wish you were Ra's al Ghul? is the, the leader of the League of Shadows. Do you wish you, you are, were Ra's no, Just let me just. Okay. You're, I don't wish I was Ra's al Ghul. Ra's al Ghul is a bad guy. Okay. Just making sure. But Ra's al Ghul is Liam Neeson's. <laughs> And he fakes out Christian Bale, who plays Batman. And he and Christian Bale at the beginning of the movie thinks that a different guy is Raz al Ghul. Yes. That guy perishes. And he saves, he ends up saving Liam Neeson. And then, you know, full circle, at the end of the movie, Raz al Ghul comes back to Gotham and tries to take down the city. And then Christian Bale as Batman has to take him down once again. My point is, is that you are Christian Bale at the beginning of the movie and you have been duped by the fake Raz al Ghul that is Villanova basketball. Do you, I think it's doable. They have what we like. They can shoot. They, they have get Gillespie. Turnover. They've they got have the a guy. Star. That, they yeah. do have a star. But I think if they run into a brick wall defensively, perchance a team called the Volunteers, who yeah. is also in their region, and someone can lock up Gillespie, they are in trouble. I and mean, I think I think you've been bamboozled by the handsome man that Jay Wright is. I, th- I am a sucker for handsome. Handsome. That'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I, but I, Rick Barnes, I mean, he can crowd the bed at a moment's notice. He's had a rough go in the tourney. I, I mean, he's not potty trained in the tourney. 
at all. He can crap the bed for sure. But we I think all, and we I think, know that I, I firsthand. Think the, I think the pressure that was on him at Texas is gone now. Has dissipated. Him him with Tennessee and this this volunteers team, like who we've seen be very good mm-hmm. in the tournament. That we watched Grant Will we were circling back to Boston Celtics guys, but Grant Will. Phenomenal. That was a volunteer. team I thought was going to do the whole thing. I really did, but they didn't. They did not. And they You're won right. the SEC. I think this. I think there's a lot of good potential matchups, and I think that matchup's great. Like if Tennessee beat Villanova, I wouldn't be surprised. I just love ten. I loved Villanova's odds at plus twenty four hundred. Right now they're plus twenty two hundred, so they've right. gone up, and Tennessee has the exact same odds as, as them. So okay. Also plus twenty two. So it's really whoever you think's going to win that game. I between, think is a good bet. Bet- and they're the only two teams that are plus twenty two hundred betwixt the two. Yes. Is that the right left, usage? Left Twix, right Twix. Left Twix, but right Twix, Twix means between, basically. It's the it's the same meaning. So yeah, that was a yeah, good usage yeah. of the word. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad that I'm my vote. Right, Gonzaga, they have the best odds at plus 350 to win. Is that even worth it? Not no, really. No. Like who, what are some teams you're seeing that you, that jump off the page? Like what's, what's uh, Alabama? Alabama, Alabama's plus 7,000. Okay. I like Arkansas more than them at at plus 4,500. I think Arkansas is just a better team through and through. Sure. Uh, Texas is plus 7,000. Don't take that. Wouldn't take that. We're bitter, but we think that they're probably going to lose to Virginia Tech. Yeah, I'm being realistic. Like, right. I'm and not... if they win, then they have to go play Purdue, who again I mentioned. What are one they? Because earlier... they could win for sure. Purdue is plus fifteen hundred. Purdue is one of those teams that people could get scared off because they just lost the Big Ten championship to an Iowa team, which I th- I have them in my Final Four. Who's Iowa. been gritty all year? I was talking with someone and they were like, Illinois won the Big Ten last year, and everyone bought in on them, and they were riding this high, and they got distracted. And the well, rest Keegan of them Murray's probably going to be a top ten pick. He's a bucket, but that's just not. They have McCaffrey, they have Bohannon, right. they have the Murray's got a twin, yep. you know, that people don't necessarily. And twins. And twins. Like, yeah, they're running a parent trap over there. Parent trap defense. Lindsay Lohan. Nice. Yeah, another Lindsay Lohan. Everything's tied together. It's a, uh, it's a Long Island. Is what long I was I- say. Strong Island. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shout out to our buddy George Dad. Is that what y'all say? Strong Island? You know where we're at? We're at Strong Island. No, nothing no nothing stronger than telling people that you're strong, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah, Long Island. What about uh, what about North Carolina plus ten thousand? Unbelievable! I'm in on you that. You like that? I dude. I think that you kind of. I've been trying to get you to. They've been the, the tournament. Also, you mentioned it. Six games in a row. You have to win. You got to get hot. UNC has been hot in the back half of this season. Do they have a good big? Baycott. Do they have a good guard? Yeah, Caleb Love. They're a team, I think, that can realistically do it. I do think you and I both have the same winner. And we didn't even tell each other. You sat there. You go, I haven't filled out my bracket yet, but I already know who I think is going to win. Looking at the regions, looking at the seeds. Sure. I wasn't just like looking at team names know, and saying, like, this team's going to yeah. yeah. And you had already filled out your team. And then I said, who I'm going to say in a second here, and you turned your laptop towards me and showed me, and you had, you had picked the winner that I just stated. Yes. And... It's the Kentucky Wildcats. They have everything I want. They have a coach that's done it before, which is a, two it's, which is a rarity. Not a lot of these guys have, look look go across the board. Not a lot of these coaches have won at all, right? Uh, you know, and it's one of those things that 
this Kentucky team is they're dang, I mean, I know they lost. It's a similar situation to Purdue on it, quite frankly, where I mean, they've lost to Tennessee twice, so if they back to back times, so if they see Tennessee again, they could be in trouble. Uh, and but everyone's beaten everybody this year. You know, they lost to Arkansas by two at Arkansas. That was a close game. They lost to Auburn, but that was in Auburn. They Look, lost the SEC, at LSU. The they SEC lost all away very, games. The SEC is a very good conference. Yes, as is the Big Twelve. Those are the two best conferences as far as depth of schools in my opinion yes what i like about kentucky's region is that baylor who's the one seed are not completely healthy a very good team but they don't have one of their best players yes north carolina is an eight seed okay we were talking about them getting hot they're plus ten thousand to win it all that's you're looking at a value bracket over there though what? It's a blue blood bracket over there. It is, but then you've got St. Mary's at a five seed. Are they a five seed because they beat Gonzaga earlier three weeks ago? Maybe. Good team. One of, our, one of our buddies said that he would rather be constipated for two weeks than face St. Mary's. Okay. That's here's some laxatives. There yeah, you go. Like, yeah. I mean the Miralax. Duralax. Yeah, they talk about a guy that's not never, sponsors of ours. Not a sponsor of ours. Talk about a guy that's, you know, prune juice. You know, never U- UCLA who is the same team as is last year. I think that they've they've been hyped up since the beginning of the season because that team got so far last year. They sure. are they are good. But they took Arizona to a good level. They, they did. played them well. I, I think this they I think this UCLA team, I'm not saying they're gonna beat Baylor, but I think they get to play Baylor at least in the Sweet Sixteen. Sure, but I think that by the time Kentucky goes through their pretty easy side because they play the winner of Murray State and San Francisco, and I know a lot of people are high on San Francisco, but Kentucky should be able to take care of those teams. So Purdue. They meet Purdue. Then they'll meet Purdue. And I think that Chibwe is a great stopper for either of their bigs. Well, I think the issue, I don't even think it's a stopper. I think that he just fouls Edie out. Yeah. He's I, which is ironic because he fouled out with a, a Lord of the Rings episode to go in the Tennessee SEC champion, you know. Right. Or sorry, the the semis. I I also my like big darling for the tournament is I think Ty Ty Washington's gonna turn some heads. That's and your I, guy. I think he could end up. I think. I think he could end up a top six pick. Whoa. Because of his playmaking ability, I mean, he's six. Boncaro, Holmgren, yeah, Jaden Ivy, Smith. I don't think Jaden Ivy's a lock to be a top four pick. Like you think he? I mean, I mean, I think Johnny Davis has just as much of a chance to be. His three is weak, though. That's fine. You can you can get a jumper in the NBA. Most guys do. Okay, that's true. Can't really. I mean, PJ Tucker didn't hit a single three in in college. And now he's literally the corner king. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can get a jumper, and he is a bucket, and he's an aggressive player. I like Johnny Davis a lot. I still think. I like if if they make a good run, I wouldn't be shocked. I do think though we've that, seen guards play really well in the tournament. And move up accordingly. Well, you need a guard in the NBA that yeah. can score. The Rock. It's and a Ty Ty can score. Yes, you need an efficient guard in the NBA. I mean, you can't win in the NBA without an efficient guard. You don't. There's anything your best player, but he's got to play some. Like, look you're, what they, you're a big fan of Toppin's brother too, who plays. He's, he's solid, but they, exactly they have depth though. They have Mince. They have Toppin. They have Wheeler, who's averaging seven assists a game. Like, not even talking about Ty Ty Washington. Yeah, Kellen Grady, who's shooting at forty percent from three, and he's like their third best player. And he all he has to do is just live outside and hit. If just if Sheway doesn't foul out, like they're chilling. Yeah, I like them a lot. They're they're my. Gut check, initial pick. 
to win it all. But I also like Tennessee on the opposite side of the. I think it's I think it's Kentucky versus winner of Tennessee Villanova. Cool, cool. And I think that Kentucky gets their revenge against Tennessee. Okay, so speaking of Tennessee and Grant Williams, yeah, go for it. Kevin Garnett, his jersey gets retired for the Celtics. Did he play enough there to get his jersey retired? He won, bro. I know. Yes. Okay. He won as our best player. I'm. I just have seen it floating around. I'm. I'm not. I'm not I disputing mean, it. I'm not. I'm not declining the notion that it shouldn't have happened. Uh, I just think when that, you think of Kevin Garnett, what do you think of him as? Do you think of him as a Timberwolf straight up? N- no, I. Th- I. I do think I think of him as a Celtic. He did six years in Boston. He was also a cover athlete as a Celtic too. So that has some impact. I think NBA 2K9, he was on the cover of it. Um, I loved I loved Garnett in Minnesota. Unfortunately, never played with anybody better than Wally Zerbiak or Latrell Sprewell, which is a shame because of how talented he was when he was with them. Didn't Latrell Sprewell punch their coach? Yes, right? Yeah, yeah. PJ. Was it Carlisma? Yeah. Yeah. So the Celtics, <laughs> I, I was just, just going to bring up that I thought it was cool that Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen finally squashed their beef. Yeah, I mean Rayon was there, Jesus and there. Garnett said that he was appreciative of him being there, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, so I mean, but bygones be got. But KJ also won a defensive player of the year with us, by the way. But bygones be bygones. I mean that t- that trio, in some ways, I don't want to say they underwhelmed because they won, but I feel like they could have gotten one more, and that's maybe me being greedy because they had baby Rondo there. Yeah. As well, who was not an appearance, but he's playing. He's an active player. Um, who knows how that? I th- him and KG are friends. I think. I believe. I just think it was a thing with Jesus where they weren't. T- I mean, KG and Paul Pierce are, are thick as thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was great to and see. And Sandler's in the mix as well. And Sandler's in the mix as well. March Madness is this the best sporting event in all sports. It it sure is fun. I think it probably is. Yeah. It's just so quick. There's just so much going on and it's nonstop content. I mean, it reminds me and it will remind me of bubble ball a little bit. Yeah. When that was kind of the first thing back. I mean, baseball came back, but that was the the shortened season. Cool thing on baseball that the lockout's over. Guys are God. Guys, you know, the dominoes are starting to fall with guys signing in different places, getting traded to different places. It'll be a big week this week. A lot of moves to be made still. But bubble ball was really cool because there were games throughout the day, right? And a lot of people didn't have much going on yeah, um, going work, because dude. of the circumstance where <laughs> they were working from home. And that was that was a really cool time because it's nonstop. And you get, even if you're trying to work from home, it's so difficult. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing with March Madness. And it's really cool. You know, you get to learn about these players and their stories, their families, you know, the the adversity that they've had. Growing up, the adversity that some of these guys, like our, our guy at Texas, Andrew Jones, has, have had in college. Timmy Allen. Cancer survivor. Yeah, Timmy, Timmy Allen's Allen. mom died, and he went to go be with her. That's where he went, was at Utah, and then he comes to Texas. I mean, the, we poo-pooed our, throughout the show Texas team a lot, but there are a lot of great guys in this team oh, that you yeah. have to pull for. You know? in, in, that goes for every team that's in the tournament of yeah. 64 teams 68 yeah. until 68 until, until thursday until thursday yeah it's gonna be it's really exciting it's a lot of fun march madness is awesome i put it ahead of the super bowl even though the super bowl and the nfl had a great season um and i've come to love the masters but 
March Madness is the key. And you got to go hit your free throws. Wear the charity stripe. Fans out there, drag both feet in bounds, swing on a full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they free, and hit your free throws. Why, Mr. Alexander Tosopoulos? Because they are free. Luka Doncic was 100% yesterday from the free throw line. That he was. We outcha. We love ya. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.